It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Jeff, uh, welcome in. It's uh, it's radio by moonlight. Uh, we've got a the light out. is set. We've got a light out in here and uh, I'll say the lighting is interesting. Um, I don't, there's no the night, shadows. There's no nightlight in here. <laughs> no nightlight but uh but we'll get through it we'll get through it uh it will not impact what you get on the other end if you're listening so uh we'll just keep trucking with it but uh jeff as since we've talked last the official pulling of plug uh has happened uh big 10 pack 12 has done their thing we carson and i talked yesterday about the the opportunity of transfer for for said players in those conferences since obviously the acc big 12 and SEC says we're going to play some football, or at least we're planning to play football. I think I think fluidity is should be the standard now because it's it's a day by day, week by week process. So until September 26th hits and we see football, uh, I'm still apprehensive even about those other three conferences. But all that aside, um, last night uh, a few little things happened, and we'll, we'll kind of dig into those a little bit. Ohio State says they're still exploring options to play. Nebraska still wants to play, uh, and they're being vocal about that. But, uh, but Jeff, other things are going on. There's sports happening. Uh, baseball's playing. Hockey's playing. They're in the playoffs. We might run down the standings, and you can explain to us what that means. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll look at the, the bubble, the NBA, because there's a tight race there on the Western Conference side. Eastern Conference is pretty much decided. Um, but – one thing that's going on that I think is a little unheralded is 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 um is MLS. You know what's going on? I did not. I'm not a big football fan. Full, full disclosure. <laughs> fine. Full disclosure. Uh, Bagels and Bad Beats, who is is on before us on on I think the Sports Grid Network now mm-hmm. it used to be SB Nation, but I think it's Sports Grid Network now. But. Uh, he was talking about MLS, and, and, and last night there was a situation in Frisco, Texas. And that's the preface for this conversation. Frisco, Texas. Know your audience, right? Know your audience. Uh, Frisco, Texas, the, uh, the Dallas Football Club, I think, or Dallas F.C. You know, football club. Uh, and playing the Nashville something. I'd like to think Nashville's smart enough to have a mascot, but maybe not. Uh, but we'll just say the Nashville Football Club. Uh, they're playing soccer in Frisco, Texas. And and not that I'm bashing the, what they're doing, but it's their response to. Um, the Dallas Football Club decides that they're in, in lieu of supporting uh, Black Lives Matter and social injustice, that they're going to kneel for the national anthem in Frisco, Texas. Well, the the MLS, and, and again, unpublicized really, in my, my opinion, MLS is allowing a, a certain percentage at fr- at the Frisco Arena is five thousand people. 
Uh, there was 2,900 there. I don't know what that says about lack of sports and you're still not going to their games. But here's the deal. They've got 2,900 people there. They come nearly unglued. Uh, they boo. They they say things. They do things. Very, um, I don't want to say diplomatic, because, but they were, they were not screaming slurs or, or doing different things. You know what I'm saying? They were booing. They were doing fan things. Yeah. Well, afterwards, I, I'm not sure if they were talking to a player or a coach, but they were they were very upset that the fans would uh, would boo them in their own stadium. And just like he said, and I, I think it's worth worth noting, and it's it's something to put into perspective. Just as much as they have the right to kneel, which they do, absolutely, the fans have the right to boo, absolutely. And and it's one of those things. You you. It's a decision. It's a choice. Uh, choose to do this. There are repercussions. Kneeling for the anthem, people are going to boo, because like he said, and, and this is Scott Wetzel. He said, if you polled America, arguably, and these are hypothetical numbers, eighty five percent is going to say stand for the national anthem. Right. There's going to be a well bigger percentage that say they're against social injustice. But standing for the national anthem is gonna is gonna get a pretty high high point guard, right? And so anyway, I'm just like, to me that is that is the epitome of seeing the flip side of the coin. Oh yeah, because I you mean, make I, a decision. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, you make a decision, you get a result. It's just like it's like work. Everybody's going to work. If you're listening to this show, you're probably driving to work. You don't have to go. Now, granted, don't tell them Wayne said that if you're if you're doing that. But you don't have to go. That is very much a choice, right? Sure. But there's attendance policies and things like that that will negatively impact you. Yes. Should you do that? That's not a that's not a question of fair. That's not a question of of whatever. That is a question. There. That is a result of an of a choice. And so I just think that's an that's a dynamic that needs to be shared today in society and whatever. COVID nineteen, play sports or don't play sports, it's all relative. There are choices that are going to have people that are for it and people that are against it, and ultimately, just how that that shakes out is 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 up to the person that has that opinion. Yes, Big so, Ten people, they're probably going to say, you know what. Now I can say for for a matter of fact, there's not going to be anybody that gets COVID-19 from football. Yeah. And maybe they can. I don't know that they can because they're still practicing, which blows my mind. But I'm just like, if that's your choice, just be ready for the backlash, the players leaving, the 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 missed opportunities for big-time seniors to, to make a mark on your program, all that stuff. But that's a choice. Just like the SEC, ACC, Big 12 have to look at the face of – we may have a couple positive tests out of this. We may miss a game because we have a quote-unquote outbreak. Um, those are choices. And so I just – that is a real-world example of cause and effect. Oh, it, it's a perfect example. But it's example. in Frisco, Texas. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's a know-your-audience kind of thing, but it's also – They're like, we wouldn't do that in Canada, eh? It's, it's the – yeah. It's the forefront of – First Amendment choice. Everybody said, "What's the big deal?" He is using his platform, talking about you know like Kaepernick, or they are using their platform to show their support for social injustice. 
And so, and that is 100% their right. And I'm not saying that I don't agree with it or disagree with it. I'm just saying they're not in the wrong whatsoever. They are more than welcome to do that. Now, on the flip side of that coin, at these sporting events, fans in the stands, they have a platform also. I mean, ask Kyle Busch. Ask Kyle Busch. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's no different than when the home team loses 10 games in a row and doesn't win. They get booed. Why are, I mean, it's no different. The fans are using their platform to express displeasure with what they're seeing on the field. Nobody's upset about that. I mean, I'm sure they are, but they're not going to voice it because if you're 0-10, that's on you. So, in my opinion, when the fans see what they see, they're, they're using their platform to express their opinion. It's no different, not one bit. Why are they upset? I, and and I, I guess the whole reason I'm bringing this back is, is because that's, that is a, that's a miss today in society. Freedom, freedom of speech and, and, and known or expected uh, conflict isn't jiving right now. No. Like, in my opinion, if you say everybody say exactly what they feel and you expect no conflict, then I'm sorry. I hope you have a, a, a membership card to the human race <laughs> because it's one of those situations. I, I don't know that one can cannot have the other. I mean, it's like, oh, Al Bundy says, you know, love and marriage. Yeah. You know, it's it's it is one of those deals where if you're going to open up and be very transparent, then you better be ready to have quite a bit of conflict because two people's not the same men. You, I mean, we're both wearing blue shirts today, but they're, they're completely different levels of blue shirt. Right. So, and, and I think just in the grand scheme of things, as we m- mitigate and move forward into what is going to be the new reality, because I think coming out of COVID, coming out of 2020, 2020 will go down. I mean, if you live in East Tennessee, there's a few things you're going to remember. You're going to remember the blizzard of 93, and you're going to remember 2020. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting it out there. There's, yeah. I mean, I don't know of two other years that's had a bigger impact on my life. I'll just say that as far as just changing the world, shutting things down, doing different things. And and so in that regard, uh, I just thought that was an interesting, uh, I don't know, unbelievably soft-skinned uh, football player, soccer player, and, uh, and then a unbelievably – a uh, great representation of reality right now. And and now it begs the question of what will the reaction be? Do you think they stop letting fans in the stands? At the football club? Yeah. No, I don't think they can afford it otherwise. I, I don't know I will they tell care. You, I will tell you, I don't think 2,900 will be at the next game. No. You know what I'm saying? I, I think – so so what do you do? So you don't get the reaction you want out of the fans. So what's the quickest and easiest way to do this? Don't let them back in. Or stop doing it. Or Yeah. Well, that ain't going to happen, though. Either way punches you right in the face. It punches yes. the football club right in the face. So we'll see how that, that shakes out. It, it's not one that, that, uh, that I'll tune into, uh, but I didn't tune into the first one. So I don't think that really changed my opinion. No. Uh, but – I'll tell you about changing opinions. You know, one of the biggest opinions coming out of this Pac-12 Big Ten shutdown, and we're kind of flip gears back to college football, is the fact that with no Big Ten, no Pac-12, is the 2020 champion, should we get college football off, should we get to a football playoff, should we get there, is it an antiquated championship? Dabo Swinney spoke up and said absolutely not. 
He said the four best teams will play. He said we've been one of those teams the uh, f- for five straight years. He said, and and you know what I'm saying? It's it's like back in the day. Those who are up for it get put in the mix. If you don't play, you don't play. And 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 I'm going to try to um, kind of give some of his real wor- real uh, uh, real words here. He said the four best teams can go play. He said we've been one of those four for five straight years. So in my opinion. It doesn't change anything for us. He said, we're just trying to be uh, the best Clemson we can be. He said, whoever you play, every week you try to win that game. You try to keep moving forward. Uh, we don't have any control over that kind of stuff. And he said, I certainly don't judge them in any way. But he said, everybody's got to make decisions that they feel is best. And if you feel like that's what's best for them, uh, then so be it. And and I, I don't know that I necessarily think that it has zero impact because I think anytime you don't have – and I don't like them, but I feel like they're in, they're impactful. Ohio I know what State, you're going to say. Yeah. When you have if when you don't have an Ohio State looking and kind of in the periphery going, is Ohio State going to win the Big Ten? Because if they win the Big Ten, they're probably going to be with us. Da 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 da. Because Clemson, yeah, I don't think their schedule is going to change very much. You know, they're going to pick up Notre Dame. Do you think he'd have the same opinion if the ACC wasn't playing football? I don't think they would have asked him. That's good. Yeah. But no. I, 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 think, I think he would have been like rabble, rabble, rabble. We asterisk, asterisk, because we're not there. We were maybe. maybe. I think he would have been. Maybe. I don't think he would have been so cool about because he flat says it doesn't affect us. Right. We've been in the top four, five of the past you know, five years in a row, so it doesn't affect us. So if the ACC gets knocked out and they're not playing, now it affects them. I think it's it's a very good show of. Uh, if the shoe was on the other foot kind of deal. Yeah. But, but at the same rate, Ryan Day isn't saying asterisks, asterisks. He's saying, I want to play. Let's figure out a way for me to get in another conference. So I um, here's the thing. I don't think because I, I don't think Clemson had a Big Ten opponent on their on their schedule. I don't think they had a Pac-12 opponent on their schedule. I don't think so. So what I'm saying is it really doesn't affect Clemson. Yeah, they're going conference only, but looks like the other three that are still saying they're going to play, all of them are doing that. At some level. So, what I'm saying is is it's not like you're taking a marquee matchup off of Clemson's plate. So, the way Clemson's going to play is going to be... As it sits now. Right. Right. What I'm saying is the way Clemson's going to play is representative of what Clemson can do. So, sure. in that effect, he is correct. But, what I'm saying is, is I think anytime you have a power five and you drop to a power three, it's a different look. But, but... I mean, it's almost there's no asterisks on the uh, on the the strike shortened baseball season. There's no asterisks on the Redskins Super Bowl championship when they they got to the Super Bowl with a bunch of scabs. I, I think it's you play the season as it's handed to you. I think this is an opportunity where the NCAA, if they still step out, want to well, it, if they want to try to remain the governing body. This is where they should probably step in and say, this is how we're going to handle it. If they don't, this is definitely where they begin to step out because they're they're letting everybody run amok and they're not doing anything about it. And But that that's not abnormal now. No. And and honestly, in my opinion, I hope it keeps on because it's showing the world how much we don't need them. Oh yeah, and, and I think the NCAA they're they're the they're they may be the the insecure. Most insecure governing body of ever. Yes. Like Rob Manfred even looks at them and goes, 
you got this stuff together? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Major League Baseball's commissioner even goes, come on, man. Yeah. And that guy, I mean, that guy literally, his the only reason his chair swivels is so he doesn't get hit from all sides <laughs> at one time. And, and anyway, but Sweeney says whoever wins it, wins it. That's the champ. He said it's the same way in every sport. Somebody's going to win a championship, so maybe it's a shortened season. Uh, maybe it's not as many teams or whatever. He said, but you best believe whoever wins it's going to have to earn it. Nobody's going to give nothing. Wow, that's a that's a great sentence from a – Nobody's going to give nothing. To nobody. So there's one, two, three negatives in one sentence. So <laughs> you can only control what you – maybe the two cancel each other out and then you just got one – I don't know. I'm not addition a, by subtraction. Boone would be able to clear that up for me. He's a big English major, but we just hope we can have the opportunity to play. Uh, Swinney expressed empathy for those coaches and players who won't get to play this fall. Uh, Swinney said, "Hopefully, I don't have to worry about that, but I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be very difficult." Is what he's saying. If 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 you know that decision came to his plate, uh, and. and like I said, I, I can see both sides of it. One, you're not having to face the Pac-12 and Big Ten, but I can tell you right now, for the last four or five years, the Pac-12 haven't has, haven't sniffed the door frame of the college football playoff, let alone be in it. So no, I think what Washington was the last closest one. Yeah. That, but I mean, even then, I don't even know that they were really in the in in the talks of being in the top four. Yeah, they they that was that year that they had the uh, the unicorn of a schedule. Yeah, they didn't play USC. They didn't play no. or or they didn't. Yeah, they didn't play USC. They didn't play Oregon, and they didn't play Stanford or something. They yeah. didn't play like the three best teams in it, the big yeah. in the Pac twelve from the Big Ten. I still think that's that's a tough taste to not to, see. Ohio to me, that State one's Penn State. To me, that's the big one, and Wisconsin. Let's don't forget about Wisconsin because if they don't, if yeah, they're not there, true. if they're not there, they ruin it for somebody. Yeah, you know, between Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, and I mean, you, you can throw Nebraska, you can throw, uh, you you can throw other people in there because again, it's the it's the cumulative what they can give you because Nebraska with Scott Frost, I think year two was going to be a lot better. I, I think I think the next the next take on Scott Frost's time at Nebraska was going to be better. I think you you have guys like Kurt Ferentz at Iowa. They come up and and snap somebody. Minnesota goes in goes to the horseshoe and beats Ohio State. I mean those kind of things aren't going to happen. Michigan, we've left them out, and I, I may be on purpose in my part, but uh, they this could have been the year Jim Harbaugh beat uh, beat Ohio State, beat Ryan Day. Yeah. We're not going to know that now, and and so for me, the Big Ten is a bigger loss to the college football landscape than the Pac-12. And maybe that's my East Coast biased. Maybe that's my – I haven't seen anything good from them since Chip Kelly had Oregon rocking or right. since Pete Carroll had USC rocking. So, yeah, to me, I don't see a big loss in the Pac-12 not being there. Honestly, okay, so I don't have to look and go, huh, missing that game at 10 p.m. on Saturday night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, there was always some, and it was it was nice when you got up to go get a drink in the middle of the night. You could turn it on, and check out who's winning. Yeah, i i had I had a little bit of love for that 10 p.m. game because if I, if I wasn't quite done for the day with college football, like man, I really wish there was still a little bit more I could watch. I knew I had that game to fall back on. But at the same time, you watch about a quarter of it, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah time, time for bed, time for bed. Exactly, <laughs> I can fall asleep to football. 
and I'm okay with that. And but now her and then like Herm Edwards, Herm he may not coach again. Herm Edwards yeah. was like sixty seven thousand years old. That's true. He may not. I mean the 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 miss what we may have missed in 2020 is going to be the question of the maybe the decade I don't know and we're just starting this thing but I all I know is is based on the the exit of the Big Ten and the and the Pac-12 it's left a void it's not up to me to say asterisks or not I'm not an asterisks fan because I feel like it's kind of like I, I don't know it's kind of like playing cards with a short deck. You you just you know that you play the cards that you're given and 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 if you don't want to play if you think those rules aren't fair step out it's fine yeah I don't see an asterisk either I just I mean I mean it, the thing is is it's just if you asterisk this season then then the next time there's anything well why didn't you asterisk this season yeah and, and so I think it's just everybody in the sports world and there'll be stories and there'll be There'll be books and there'll be everything written on how 2020 is unique. And that's your that's your claim to fame. That's your uniquity. That's your asterisk without there being one in the record book. Uh, there's so many years where, you know, the champion was crowned after playing seven games. Or Ask Harvard, Yale, those guys. They, they're, they're like 4-0 and national champions. So it, it's one of those we've been here before. A yeah. shortened season, a changed season, a lesser volume of players – it's happened. So uh, I think it's just is what 2020 is. And, and like I said, you're with it or you're not. But I, I think this is another uh, shot across the bow at standardization and NCAA relevance in 2020. But, hey, uh, w- that is a discussion that will continue to go on as things wrap, wrap up, as things happen, as players and, and coaches get on campuses and actually start fall camp, air quotes, uh, and, and I think it'll it'll kind of go on until we actually see somebody uh, kick off on a, on a Saturday uh, morning or midday. But uh, for now, we're going to kind of take this first break of the day, regroup a little bit, and go to the baseball diamond. I think as the, the schedule has kind of pushed through, and, and Jeff, we're, we're probably a third of the way through this season. It's, it's moved right along. Uh, we're going to talk about who stands where, some really good matchups, and some players that we knew were going to be good, and some players that maybe haven't haven't stood the test of 2020 so far. So we'll talk about that on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL. We'll be right back. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948. Or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 2020 has been anything but predictable. But there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs. Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. 
Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Your donation of gently used items plays a critical role in the life of CARM stores. Another critical role for the thrift stores is those who volunteer their time and energy to help the CARM stores team. During this unique time, we're excited to invite you to a new volunteer event, CARM Stores Sortapalooza gives you an opportunity to get out and give back in an outside open-air environment with physical distancing and other precautions taken to ensure your safety. This first-of-a-kind event is taking place at the new Coming Soon Carm Store location at 4748 Centerline Drive in Knoxville. The event runs until August 15th and only a limited number of volunteer slots are available each day to allow for appropriate spacing. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online the that's the grindonsports.com El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Have you been asking yourself if it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. A company invested in Blunt County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Jana, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 
982-7007, or you can check out their work online, 42SD.com. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007 or online at 42SD.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Well, after we have thoroughly uh, beaten the NCAA up, uh, talked trash about the Pac-12 Big Ten, and if you missed that, you can check it again here this afternoon or on our social medias. But we're going to jump to baseball. Uh, baseball is roughly, uh, this weekend, they will close a third of the season out. Uh, we're about 18, 19 games for most franchises uh, through this this altered 2020 season. And, and you know, I, I tell you, Jeff, the baseball's pretty good. The baseball is is interesting. You know, um, I heard I heard there's been some cardboard cutouts that have, have uh, not really been excited about the action. I mean, they literally just sit there. They don't they don't scream. They don't do anything. I've seen pictures floating around that there was one of them had the dude from Weekend at Bernie's. There's was, the every was a cardboard cutout behind home plate, which I thought was kind of funny. Like the dead guy. Yeah. Yeah, the dead guy was there. Sorry, if you haven't watched that, I just spoiled it for you. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. 30 <laughs> years later. I was going to say, it's been out for 30 years. It's your fault <laughs> if you haven't watched it. But uh, but anyway, baseball is is trucking right along. I mean, they've had a few outbreaks. They've had the Marlins situation in the in the Cardinals. But, uh, you know, they postpone. They do what they got to do, and they reschedule and keep on trucking. And that's what I think gives hopefully gives college football uh, some hope. You know, we might have to put this thing on pause for a week or two. We may have to to stove this thing up, but we can keep going. Yeah, I mean it. It we're getting blueprints from everybody. You know, you've got the NHL and and basketball doing the bubble thing, which is with, awesome. I with, think and it, it's working. I think if that was an option, everybody would bubble up. See, the problem is there's a lot of groundwork ahead of time yeah. to lay the bubble out, and as long as you were thinking forwardly enough to do it, you were set. Unfortunately. I don't think. Here's the thing: is I think I think college basketball can bubble up. Oh yeah. And here's the di- here's another dynamic: you you can't bubble football. Not really. In my opinion, like how you would know better than I would. How many people's on a hockey squad? Like top bottom, what is it? Twenty five, maybe. Oh, I wouldn't even go that high. Not that high. I think it's less than that. Like, now, granted, you've got a lot of coaches and things like that, and trainers and whatnot. But so you you think twenty five all inclusive? That that's probably very close. Well, so in in football you have eighty five scholarship players. That's not walk ons. That's not managers. That's not staff. That's not any of that. Right. So what I'm getting at is is to bubble a football franchise, you may have to have a state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may have to have like an entire like you may have to take Hawaii over. 
and just play on different islands, just jump <laughs> to and from. Which I mean, if I was a player, that'd be that'd I'd be, be banging, down right? for that. But uh, but I'll tell you this: I, I just don't think you can bubble up. But I think college basketball could probably do that. I think so. Uh, but but yeah, when you're talking NBA franchises, I think they have. I mean, I think top to bottom, they may have 14, 15 uh, players, and then they have you know four coaches. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a a grand to do to to do that. You could literally in hotels, you could have three teams on a floor. I mean, it could it could real, realistically be that way. So anyway, I think it's just a lot more easy with that. But with baseball, they've continued to, to truck right along. Yesterday's games showed the White Sox taking down the Tigers. The White Sox have recovered a little bit. They're ten and nine now, and the White or, and the Tigers have fallen uh, to nine and seven. They actually have a losing record at home. The Tigers, they're just one of those teams that they they pop up and are good for like a year, and then they're like, that's it for the decade. Let's just, let's just <laughs> for go, the decade. Let's just go back down. <laughs> uh, the Diamondbacks knock off the Rockies thirteen to seven. The Diamondbacks are eight and eleven. The Rockies are twelve and six. Uh, they're a little bit of a surprise team in this restart, or I guess the the start of twenty twenty. They never got going. Uh, Athletics beat the Angels eight to four. Athletics are on a tear a little bit. They're thirteen and six and leading their division at the po- at the moment. I think at one point they had nine wins in a row, didn't they? Uh. I'm not sure. Before or after the brawl? I think the brawl... Did you see that, by the way? I think the brawl ended it. Did you see that, by the way? Uh, I didn't see it. I heard about it, and I loved it. It's a little less than ideal. Well, here's the thing. The Astros, I'm sorry. This is going to happen. It was their hitting coach, though. I'm like... I don't care. You're you're kind of an authority figure. You need to kind of straighten up. I want them to have to deal with this every time they play everybody. I loved it because you you know dipl- diplomacy uh, in in reporting is is somewhat abstract anymore. Sure, but I, I'll say it was so funny how how tiptoey they got around what was said that made the brawl. Uh, he said he said that he said something very derogatory towards his mother, <laughs> and I went. Well, that doesn't leave a whole lot to chance. Thanks because, for narrowing it down. Well, and you could read his lips. It was if you, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should. You'll be glad you did. But anyway, A's knock off the Angels eight to four. The Cubs and Indians, uh, a, a matchup of a couple years ago, World Series, uh, twelve and three Cubs uh, out of the gate, and a ten and nine Indians team. The Cubs get the victory seven to two on an eight hit all uh, night. Uh, the Marlins knock off the Blue Jays fourteen to eleven. The Royals take down the Reds 5-4. to four. That was a pretty tight matchup most of the night last night. Braves-Yankees. Yankees get the victory there again, 12-6 to six over the Braves. 6-3 to three was the final. And, and honestly, there was 23 hits in that game. It was a uh, wow. it was a pitcher's nightmare. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I loved it. My two favorite franchises. So, like, this is my series, right? It's like I'm happy for everybody that's up to the plate. Uh, the only problem is, is with the Braves, they're they're a little undermanned right now against the Yankees. They don't have Acuna, they don't have Albies. Uh, they're they're injured right now. And then for the Yankees, they didn't have Giancarlo Stanton, but they still had Judge Torres, all all the pieces that are there. So, uh, Yankees are are rolling right now. Um, honestly, the health of of Stanton is is kind of bugging me at the moment because we get him from Miami where he was kind of Iron Man. And then he gets to New York, and it, I, don't, I don't think he's played a full season since he's been in pinstripes. Hmm. 
Who knows? It's kind of one of those things. Orioles uh, still still holding serve a little bit. They're nine and seven now on the season after a five to four victory over the five and eight now Philadelphia Phillies. The Giants of San Francisco uh, drop one to the Astros. Chalk one up. It was in Houston. I don't know if that one gets an asterisk, but uh, five to one the Astros. Thunk, thunk. Well, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to tell on them. All the fans in the stands just stay quiet. <laughs> uh, the Twins, twelve to two over the Brewers. The Twins are twelve and seven on the season. Brewers fall to seven and nine. The Mets knock off the defending champion Nationals, eleven to six. The Mets are eight and eleven. Uh, the Nationals fall to six and eight. The Tampa Bay Rays beat their Boston Red Sox nine to five. Twenty-seven hits. In this this affair, eleven and eight are now the Tampa Bay Rays. The Boston Red Sox fall to six and twelve. The Rangers beat the Mariners seven to four. Dodgers down the Padres six to nothing. And the Cardinals and Pirates are still on pause. You know, I just thought of something that would be awesome. Pirates didn't lose yesterday, right? Yeah, they would have. Go ahead. They <laughs> lost to the bye week. Aww. Um, we mentioned cardboard cutouts. How awesome! Would it be if somebody got the whole backstop and like maybe first and third base line trash cans? Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, was to have cardboard cutouts of trash cans, all shapes and sizes, rubber made, doesn't matter, whatever, I don't care, in these seats lining all of it for a Houston game. <laughs> How great would that be? Well, that's not fair. I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, and the <laughs> slightest bit, I think it'd but, be hilarious. And make it all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. Like make a dumpster, make a, a all normal trash can, aluminum trash can. I think can. it'd be great. It'd be great. Sponsored by Rubbermaid. Uh, big dollar amount right <laughs> big there. Big dollar figure. Hey, you know, I actually looked to see how much it would cost to have your own cardboard cut out, and I couldn't find anything. I was going to see if uh, you and I, Boone, Ward, Chato, we could all just get one, and it'd probably be the only time I could ever sit that close to a game. <laughs> But anyway, no, I couldn't figure it out. So if you know how to figure out how to get your own cardboard cut out, let's do it. Let's do it. We could do one like in we could go we could go to places we've never been before. We could go to Milwaukee game. Uh we could go we could go to the Texas Rangers game. All places I wouldn't go normally. I, no. Yeah, just send it. Just send it. Ask the stadium, hey, take a picture real quick, please. And we'll only get one. <laughs> that way, by the time we made it to the last ballpark, you're like, I think that's me, that crumpled up looking thing down there. That's that's it right there. But uh, who knows? Who knows? But standings as of as we sit, 18, 19 games uh, through the season. AL looks like this. The Yankees lead the way in the AL East. They're a game and a half ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays. Orioles sitting third, two games back. Blue Jays four and a half back. And Red Sox Six games back. What do you think the cutoff is for 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 this this restart? I mean, your your sixty game schedule. The Red Sox are six games back. I don't think the the numbers very much far from that. I think a ten game deficit probably kills you. Yeah, I mean, especially when you've got teams sitting with only like I mean, you look at Oakland, they got six losses. You look at the Cubs, they have three losses. Cubs are smoking. So right? I mean, it it's. I think it's. I mean, it's going to be a low amount of losses, to be honest. I mean, I, and like you said, you said ten. I'm. I'd say probably maybe ten, fifteen, somewhere in there is. If you've lost more than that. Oh, I'm just talking about deficit. I'm talking about games back. Oh. I think I think the Red Sox being at six games back. I think if they get too much farther behind, it's over. Because I just don't think, especially the yeah. teams ahead of them, Yankees 
and and, and those those players race, I don't see them losing enough no. to get them back. So and especially with the way that the schedules are set up where you're playing a lot of the same teams over and over and over and right. over again, you're going to know the formula and unless, I mean and I mean with the season the way it is, you can't make any drastic enough changes to try to do something different. If the Cubs have your number and I mean you're only playing them 3 games at a time every other week. Right. I'm going to start the same 3 people and use the same 3 closers every time cuz I know you're not going to do anything about it. It works. So I mean it's it's really tough to right. to get out of that cellar. So I would be I'd be surprised if the Red Sox dig out of that hole. The AL Central's led by the Minnesota Twins. They're 12 and 7. Uh, the Tigers sit in second place at nine and seven, just a game and a half back. Which again, they had to to put some games on pause due to their 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 divisional ra- or their regional matchups. The White Sox sit at ten and nine, two games back. They're tied with the Indians for that third spot at two games back, and the Royals sit four games back. One of the tighter divisions in baseball. The Athletics lead the AL West. They're four games ahead of the Rangers, four and a half ahead of the Astros, six ahead of the Angels. And the Mariners, six and a half games back. Athletics may be the most cushioned team in baseball. Yeah, because behind them, everybody else has a losing record. Yeah, they're a little they're they're trashy uh, to say the least. No, Ooh. no pun intended. No pun intended. The NL looks like this. The NL East. The Marlins are, are slated at the top spot, and again, that's percentage wise uh, because they've only played twelve games. Everybody else has played eighteen, nineteen, twenty games. Uh, the Braves sit in second place, two games back. Uh, or one game back, I'm sorry, 11-9 and nine overall. The Nationals three games back in third place, and then the Mets-Phillies tied at three and a half games back. So once the Marlins catch up, I don't think it's going to be as tight as it is, but right now this is another one of those tight divisions uh, in the National League. Uh, maybe one of the more broad uh, divisions in the National League, the NL Central, the Cubs sit at 12-3. and three. Their next closest opponent in their division is the Reds at 8 and 10. They're five and a half games back, tied with the Brewers for second place, or actually the Cardinals. What is the deal? So The Cardinals, it's another one of those where they're on yes, pause. They've it, played five games. That's it. So but they're, they're yeah. Yeah, so they'll 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 relegate themselves back to but they're sitting in the fourth spot right now, two and three on the season, and the Pirates nine and a half games back. Are they already systematically eliminated? No, because they're gonna go on a forty game win streak. Do you think so? No. Put a dollar on it? I'd they're out already. You think so? They you can you know that little thing when you see like, okay, clinch the playoff spot, clinch the division, clinch the conference. They're the only ones and then you have the little asterisk that says eliminated already. Somewhere out there, it's eliminated already. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, they're the only ones that are like, why does St. Louis get to not play? <laughs> anyway, sorry, too soon. Uh, the NL West is led by the the Colorado Rockies. They're at twelve and six, just a half game ahead of the 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 LA Dodgers. Twelve and seven on the season, half game back. The Padres sit eleven and eight, game and a half back. The Diamondbacks eight and eleven, uh, four and a half games back, in the Giants. 8-12 and 12 on the season. They're five games back. I bet you the Dodgers and the Rockies are like, we're battling down here in the NL West. But if we were, you know, if we were, if we were in any other division in the National League, uh, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty tops. Yeah. And that's yeah, just I the mean, nature of it. They're just in a tough division right now. A lot of close competition. I, I, and I can, I can, I can relate. You want to hear how I can relate? Sure. Fantasy football two years ago. Okay. I'm sitting there and I'm like undefeated. 
this is awesome. And we had just made a transition from a from a top down, top three, top four go to the playoffs, whatever, and went into three divisions, three three team divisions. There were three undefeated teams. Ooh, all in my division. That hurts. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I was the only because uh, at that rate it was the the top three teams and then one outlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only lost two games and didn't make the playoffs. That is terrible. That's tough, right? No, that's not tough. That's terrible. Yeah, it's t- that's terrible. painful. Yeah, that's Charles Barkley. Terrible. That's terrible. But anyway, I can relate, guys. I'm I'm with the Rockies. I stand with the Rockies. Two years removed. Two years removed. Hey, I, 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 I was I was in a bad spot when it wasn't cool. Yeah, right. That? But uh, anyway, I, I like what baseball's done, and like I said, I think they're laying a blueprint for for how you can play with COVID. Yeah, because uh, the thing is, is I think everybody wants to play, wants to to wait and and do everything when COVID is gone. I've got news: COVID's not going. No, anywhere. it's not going anywhere. I mean, it's it's going to be the new cold. It's going to be the new flu. It's going to be the new pneumonia. It's 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 something that you don't want to get, but you're going to have to mitigate those risks, yeah. right? Uh, if you got the sniffles, you wear a mask. If you if you you're beyond that, you got a temp. You don't play. You stay home. I mean, it's there's going to be some protocol that has to come with that. But waiting for things to go away, uh, that's not in the cards for COVID nineteen, or at least at this very moment. Um, it's something we've got to work through, got to work with. And and honest, honestly, got to gather information on on what the uh, the limitations are going to be. And and I know uh, from a player safety standpoint, people are probably cringing at that. Uh, but but you don't know what you don't know, and you can't get data without playing. Exactly. And so I think I think baseball is a good example of what is is good for that. And I think it's it's another example of why uh, it's going to be fine. We're we're going to make it through. And and 2021, like I've never been more looking forward to a new year in august <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i didn't think about that i don't I, yeah i'm so excited about 2021 and it's still 90 degrees outside but uh, anyway let's take our last break of the day listen to these fine sponsors when we come back i'm gonna shock the world we're talking hockey oh goody jeff's talking hockey i'm just nodding i will <laughs> i will use words because you can't see a nod but we'll do it on the flip side of the break You're listening to to The Grind, Thursday edition, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. You want to come on back, it's going to be fun. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. At The Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com 
or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at wkbl.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre, and we're about to talk about something I know nothing <laughs> about. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, NHL has not gotten a lot of love on this show. And really, honestly, uh, I don't think they get enough love just, just nationally because uh, they're doing it. Uh, they're doing playoffs right now, which should be the more important thing. You know, I'm about playoff anything. I will say Nashville has let me down, and they're they're not looking all that great. Uh, well, they're but, eliminated. Well, that's the well. See, you say it a lot more harshly than I do. I just hey, say don't Pittsburgh look got great. eliminated too. Really? Yeah, we're out. Man, so is it? So I'm. I guess I'm gonna have to go with the Capitals. Why oh, would you do that, dude? Because Ovechkin, when they won or whatever, he was like, I'm pretty sure he was drunk from like the end of the season well, all yeah, the way to the he's next one. Russian. So he might have been drunk during the season. What you're trying to say? Possible too. So w- what's going on? Like, I guess let's give like a Barry Melrose, like uh, grease down mullet <laughs> take on this thing. What does it? What does it look like right now? So right now, it looks like what they've wrapped up doing is the round robin games are done. So you had the top so many teams playing just hockey. They called it round robin because all they were doing was it really didn't matter. The top four seeds were already set. And so what they did was they just let them play amongst each other to get kind of back in hockey shape while you had qualifying rounds. And the qualifying <laughs> rounds. Oh, wow. It sounds like uh, you remember, you ever watch Robin Williams? His stand up? Yeah. Not in a long Where time. T- yeah. Well, I mean, he hasn't done one. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably bad, Sad right? Dates. Sad. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying is, remember when he talked about the USA soccer team? We made it to the 16. <laughs> but uh, talking about the round robin, it's like, y'all go do your thing. We're going to do something and that's for real. essentially what it was. And so after the qualifying rounds, everybody basically had a five uh, best of five play-in series. And at that point, you were seated, and then you had, like, so Pittsburgh played, they were number five versus, I think, number 12. And, of course, we lost. So, yeah, sad days. Um, But anyway, so after all that's happened, I believe the round one games have actually started now. Actually started last night. Yes. Looks like the Bruins uh, took down the Hurricanes 4-3, to double overtime. I may stick with the Hurricanes. And and just being because so they're a surprise team. Well, they see, kinda, they're they're from Carolina. Yeah, and uh, and and Mister Hipster is a big Carolina Hurricanes fan. So I'm rocking the Golden Knights. They're still in there. Yep. Well, yeah. Why not? They they got through and they made it in. And I mean they they've got some ex players that used to be Penguins, and so I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to golden night it up. So Bruins knock down the Hurricanes four to three. The Islanders take down the Capitals four to two. Yes. Uh, the Avalanche knock off the Coyotes three to nothing. Uh, the Flyers beat the Canadians two to one. The Canucks beat the Blues. And if you can tell me what a Canuck is, um, I don't really have anything to give you, but I would be interested. It's, it's a nickname for a Canadian. A Canuck? Yeah. I don't tell me where it came from or anything like that, but I just know that it's a nickname for a Canadian. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why. Hmm. So it's like their re- their version of redneck. Possible. A. Sorry, no pun intended. A. Eh? <laughs> but uh, anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, so so who's playing today? Let's see who's playing today. So that was the games from last night. Again, uh, Bruins have to go double overtime to beat the Hurricanes tonight. You'll have the Blue Jackets and the Lightning. Uh, in a first-round game. The Blackhawks and the Golden Knights uh, will be in Vegas. 
the Hurricanes Bruins will play game two, and then the Flames Stars game will be in Dallas. I need to check and see. I'm, so are I'm, they playing hockey in Canada? Ah, uh, now that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they don't I, let the Blue Jays. I have go. a hard time believing they are. I bet they probably moved everybody south for the, the not winter. So they'll be the for the not winter. <laughs> they'll be the home. Uh, the home team on the road again. Well, see, they're they're doing the hub city thing. Oh so yeah, yeah, they're, they're doing hub. They've cities. got everybody kind of in a localized spot. The cool. See, I'm gonna try to catch this Golden Knights game because if they did what they did before, the pregame is just as awesome as the game. Do they like, throw? Do they throw a fish on the on the ice? Oh no, they're no, they're more sophisticated than that. They have basically it's not a carp a show. They have the Golden Knight flies in from something like from it's Vegas, so I mean they're doing this crap. So they had the Golden Knight flies in, and he he took down the whoever like the Winnipeg Jets. They had the Golden Knight cut the jet in half, and this is all happening like on the ice. So it's really cool, and there's big drums up in the stands, and it's all awesome. It's it's a total it's a Vegas show. It's great. like if they don't take. Do you think they use the uh, the the slogan from TCU at all? The Horned Frog. You ain't seen what's on their 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 uh, their. It's not their their locker room. It's like as they walk out, it oh. says "Play like heck till hell freezes over." Then play on the ice. Oh, that's cool. Like but I, no. I think that's that's like if you ever want to just get hype. I mean, you can be downtrodden, read that one time, and you've got one more good round in. I you. think so. Yeah, I'm just down. No, this 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 is just. This is how you get up. I mean, they they literally put on a show before the game even started, and they tell you who all they've beat along the way. It's really cool. I, I got excited for it because when we played them, or no, they did we play them in the playoffs? No, we ended up playing Nashville. We is loosely used here. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the black and gold team, not, not Tennessee affiliate. Aww. Um. It, I just had fun watching it because oh no, it was when they were playing the Capitals. I remember that now, and and the Capitals ended up winning. But they just—it was so much fun to watch their home games. Were they in it to win it? Uh, not really. So the problem was the Capitals were a very seasoned team, right? Have been there before, and the Golden Knights. I mean, it was like their first, first year. year. Yeah. It. So what's up? So so give us a rundown. Uh, who is the favorite to win? Right now, so there's a few teams that are kind of surprises that are in the playoffs right now. Like the Hurricanes, I don't think anybody really expected them to be there, but they're there. The Coyotes is another team in there that I don't think anybody expected. Um, as it sits right now, out of the East, my favorites are going to be the Capitals and the Bruins. Hmm. And then out of is the West. Is that for experience purposes? The Bruins had the best record out of the regular season. They're they're playing some really good hockey. The Capitals have a lot of experience. They've got Ovechkin. Um, they've got some really good goaltending. St. Louis is the defending champ, though, right? They are. And so for out of the West, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be it's going to come down to St. Louis and uh, Vegas. Hey, did you hear that? I added yeah to that discussion. You did. Way one, to go. One thing. My 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 Stanley Cup prediction is going to be the Capitals and the Golden Knights. Capitals and Golden Knights. So if you have, if you needed to know that, now you know that. Uh, but but uh, we'll we'll try to keep on with it. Uh, they play. Looks like they're playing. Uh, they're playing every night this week. They weekend. play just about every night. And so we'll we'll try to catch up with some of that. And I'm going to try to catch a, a Vegas uh, Golden Knights intro. You need if to. nothing else. Maybe I can check out. Uh, I don't know, like online. They play tonight at five thirty. NBC Sportsnet. <laughs> if you needed to know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> 
But hey, Jeff, we've we've ran out of time here. We have we have bashed college football, Big Ten, Pac-12, hockey, soccer, and uh, and now we got to go to work. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Uh, we've had a good time with it. Don't miss tomorrow. Uh, we'll hit the Friday edition of the grind. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care. Be safe. And yes, grind on.